Hello, hello, hello to all my M&Ms, all my haters, my naysayers, whoever is out there listening to this episode. This is another episode of Moscato Mishaps, where we have real conversations about real situations with loads of wine. Happy fucking Friday, (laughs) y'all. I don't know about anybody else, but this week has really been trying for me. Like, I guess because school started back because internship and work also started back and now I'm literally like eight to four almost every goddamn day plus class on top of that so like eight to eight eight to nine every day yeah it's a lot it's a lot I don't know when I'm gonna be able to work out I'm trying actually I'm trying to try that out um but yeah it's been rough on my body, on my mental, my physical, and my emotional. So, excuse me. Bear with me, y'all. I'm probably going to be drinking uh, this whole glass of wine tonight just because I need it to relax right now. <laughs> but I missed y'all. Um, like always, I'm happy to be putting out more content more frequently. That's kind of what my plans are. But I do have a little message before we go on and talk about today's topic of discussion. Um, I do want y'all to know anyone who has been listening from the get-go, I think we started like March or April. It's one of those times when Corona started. Um, I do want to let y'all know that Moscato Mishaps is getting to our end of season one yay (laughs) um my original plan was to have about 10 to 12 episodes of um content for season one before we move on to season two um i guess the first season really didn't have too much of relations um of what content that i wanted to put out i kind of just whatever came to my mind came to my mind and that's really kind of how it is in the first place how i wanted it to be but you know Sometimes people like to have podcasts with seasons that, like, each season has, like, a topic for that season, and I'm kind of just like, whatever. But season two, I do have some creative creativity that's coming around. Season two kind of does have more of a theme to it than season one did. I mean, I guess season one could have been, like, corona theme, like, but I talked about corona a lot, so, yeah. <laughs> it could have been, I guess so whatever I don't really care (laughs) but yeah so season one is coming to an end um there's two more episodes this one and there's another part two to this Mm -hmm. yeah and that's gonna be the end of season one um so please make sure that you've gotten caught up um on season one because season two is gonna be really fucking interesting and um it's gonna have a lot more guests on season two also (laughs) I got exciting shit up my sleeve. (laughs) But yeah, so like I said, this is going to be part one and part two to this episode topic of discussion. So the, the, the question that I was posed with for this, um, topic was, have you ever had those friends in your life that swear they're down for you, but are nowhere to be found? Um, (laughs) Yeah. So you've had those friends that are quick to up and leave or ghost when things get rough or when they're uncomfortable in situations, um, but they're quick to call you when you're in your bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those like or those people who swear they've been your friend forever, 10 plus years, but 
at the quick of like in a heartbeat you say something they don't like or they feel tried anyway um with the conversation they're ready to leave yeah those people are they really your friends like really though <laughs> which brings me to the, the the title of this episode what about your friends <laughs> the importance of having a real support system <laughs> before we get into it do you know what's up you know what's up what y'all drinking what y'all drinking it's friday y'all better be drinking something honestly i know what i'm drinking i got this new moscato that i've um ran into honestly it might not even be that new but i think it was new at total wine um this new california moscato that i got at total wine when i first walked in i saw it and i was like oh okay let me let me buy this (laughs) um yeah it's called tiny umbrellas it's a light white wine that's perfect um as they as they have advertised it's perfect to mix with like a cocktail um it does though it even provides like a cute little cocktail recipe on the back of the um, bottle so i thought that was really cute um taste wise let me let me take another sip so y'all will know (laughs) yeah taste wise this is really also not one of my favorites i think it probably would be great in a cocktail because it's tart on its own like real tart it's supposed to have like hints and notes of raspberry so i understand why it's kind of tart but yeah it's like really really like slaps your palate (laughs) it really does when you first you you make that kind of sour face like almost like you're drinking lemonade like a sour lemonade when you drink this so it's crazy like not crazy but it's really tart um I would definitely recommend if you do get this to to probably follow the cocktail recipes. They probably put that on there for a reason. <laughs> definitely. But I will say that it is cheap. Um, on Wine Direct, it's like $6 at Total Wine. I think I paid like maybe $9, $10 for it. I'm always down for cheap Moscato. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, it has a 6.8 alcohol count. Or did it? I don't know. Um, I actually don't think that was it. <laughs> I don't actually know what the alcohol count is, but yeah, I'll figure it out. And when I post them the wine, it'll tell you how much the alcohol count is. I don't think it's a lot though. I thought it was 6.8, but that might have been another wine that I saw and I had in the fridge. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a tart wine. If you like the tart, strong stuff, this might be it for you. But for me, I'm just going to sip on it. I might add some lemonade to it later on in this um, conversation. So if y'all hear me like jump rumbling around in the um, fridge, that's just me making a cocktail (laughs) to finish this wine. Okay. (laughs) So let me take a sip and let's get into this conversation about your friendships, having a um, support system. So To me, it's crazy because we are in a society where people think that being alone is the way to go. Like, being alone is ideal. You know what I mean? Being, not having friends, not being loved, all the other shit is ideal. When, in actuality, it's not. 
it's not as not at all and it's not healthy you know what I mean like we talk about like how we like being alone we talk about like how we don't no new friends we talk about how we don't like to have friends and don't like to do this and don't like to do that okay it's a it's okay to be an introvert definitely okay to be one but at the same time if you exclude yourself from everything yeah that's not healthy for you at all for your mental at all you know like I like doing shit alone like I said since the summer I've definitely become an extroverted introvert so I like doing things alone I don't have a problem with it at all but I know personally it does get lonely and it does get depressing like people who are so content with being like alone I'm not saying relationship wise because sometimes you really do need to be alone in relation um, and leave relationships alone so you can heal and better yourself and focus on things that you want to focus on but I'm saying in general just like not having friends not having support system not having people around you it's not healthy like sitting in a bubble all day every day that's not really healthy for your body at all like you're putting yourself into an oppressive state you have no one to talk to no one to release the your energy to at all you're kind of just bottling up that energy and after a while you're going to explode literally um let me tell you honey like you cannot get through this life and live your life alone like you have to have a strong support system like a lot of people a lot of clients who come in um some of the reasons a lot of them the the main reason why they come into counseling um other on top of other co-occurring disorders co-occurring disorder excuse me is because they're lonely they're lonely and they're depressed and um, anxious and they don't know how to handle that because they don't have a support system they don't have somebody they can talk to they don't have somebody who they can rely on they don't have somebody who who can make them feel good um in certain ways (laughs) i was trying to word that in a different way but yeah they don't have that support system that they can rely on when things get rough you know what i mean i'm not saying that you can't have your support system in god because god is my number one support system i can tell you that but god did not create us to be alone do not be fucking fooled excuse my language when saying god Um, He did not create us to be alone in these times and situations by ourselves. That's why he created other men and other women, period. God created Adam. He created Eve because Adam was alone, um, because Adam was lonely, period. So thinking that you can get away and live your life lonely, that's not, that's not essential. That's not substantial, substantial to your body at all. You know what I mean? And I understand that we struggle sometimes making friends or keeping friendships and everything. But, I mean, there's ways to, to, to have those friendships. We'll get into that later. There's ways to manage and maintain those friendships. But having, walking around not having friends, always being a loner, not having this and that. Like, no, that's not okay. Like, that's not good for you at all. Whether it's family or friends, you can have great friendships and still be introverted and still want to have your space and still like to have your peace sometimes, period. You really can. Like, I feel like the greatest friendships are people who always got your back, always support you. Um, Even when they can't be there physically, they're still showing support. So, for example, if I have friends who, who live miles and miles away, 
Uh, they know I'm posting stuff from Moscato Mishaps, them listening to it. You know what I mean? That's what also gets me about my support system, really, because it just blows my mind when people are actually listening to my podcast. <laughs> it does. It really does. Like, when I be looking at the listener account, I be like, really? Y'all are listening to this? <laughs> I just be venting sometimes. So I really just get confused when some of my episodes get, like, a decent like listening count because y'all really be listening and I just be like what so that's also a way to show your support whether it's with your podcast or just in life in general um posting thing posting the contents and like if you're selling stuff posting that stuff buying from them you know like buying from your friends if they're selling something getting their business off you know Keeping it real also with your friends when they need to have those talks and conversations, not sugarcoating shit. I feel like when you sugarcoat things with your friends, you're you're um, putting your friends at a disadvantage because they need excuse me. They need the the those conversations. They need somebody to reassure them about some of the actions that they're making. Um, that if they're okay or not, and if you're telling them that it's okay, then they're gonna continue to do bullshit. <laughs> Honestly, if they're doing something they shouldn't be doing and you continue to um, tell them it's fine, yeah, you're enabling them. Period. That's not a problem. I'm literally probably going to say period this whole time. I don't know why, but (laughs) it feels right. (laughs) Um, What was I saying? Keeping it real with your friends, that's a big part of having a great friendship, even when you don't want to even when you don't want to hear it you should definitely have those friends who tell you exactly what you need to hear and how you need to hear it like if you stuck on some boy that you know been fucking you over and you don't want to let go um and your friends telling you sis you need to let that shit go (laughs) and fucking heal then sis let that shit go and fucking heal okay they're not telling you that because they jealous they telling you that because you look stupid you're like a clown walking around here um still stuck on johnny and knowing that johnny been cheating on you since 2016 girl bye Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh um also having someone who truly wants to see you elevate and cares and loves for you um i think that is huge when it comes to having great friendships you know what i mean like having those friends who really care for you and love you and like are inspirational for you you know and like want to see you do better those are real friends those people who are jealous of what you're doing but won't say nothing those people who who don't support you in your endeavors because they're just like um I don't think you're gonna be good at it no those are not real friends those ones who smile in your face but then talk shit about you to other people those are not real friends period point blank those are people who are jealous of you those are envious people who are envious of you haters naysayers all them that's what those are those are not your friends that's not your support system at all you need to let that shit ride let that shit go (laughs) because it's not beneficial to you and your life and your health period (laughs) i don't know why i keep saying period it's just sticking with everything Um, But yeah, those who really care for you and love you, they'll show you and they'll be able to express that too. You know, a lot of people um, will tell you, um, excuse me, scratch that. 
actions speak louder than words. I don't care what nobody else says. Actions speak louder than words. I can always know who my friends are because my friends' actions speak louder than their fucking words. I don't have to hear from my friends every day to know that my friends care for me and love for me and gonna be there to support me at any endeavor. Why? Because their actions speak for it. They post my shit. They they give me suggestions. Um, they always we always have conversations about things that we need to do and how we want to improve. We're always cheering each other on. You know what I mean? Like those are ways that I know that my friends care and love for me. You know what I mean? When it comes to relationships, actions speak louder than words. Woo! I'm speaking to myself because I needed to know that, and I feel like I was. At a point of time, just allowing somebody in my life to tell me all these things and tell me how they feel about me, but they did not show it at all. At fucking all, there was always an excuse. Do not allow those excuses to come around and show that that's your friend, period. Like, when I say that, I mean that, y'all. Like, I'm gonna get off on another tan. I'm gonna get off on a tangent and then I'm gonna get back to what I was trying to say. I have had people in my life who have literally told me they care for me, they love me, you know, all these things, feeding me all these lies, what they would do for me, all this and all that. But it comes down to they never did it. They never did. You know, it was always an excuse when it came around. Like when it was my birthday, there was an excuse for why you couldn't get me nothing, why you couldn't um, be there, why we didn't go out to eat, why we didn't spend no time together. But you wanted me to do all these things for you. You wanted me to buy you something expensive expensive as fuck for your birthday right but when it came to my birthday like it's months later and you still ain't bought shit but you talking about what you want to buy what you want to do what you want to do oh I was gonna buy you this or I was gonna get you this but this and that you know no if you really wanted to show some show me that you care for me I love gifts of affirmation too you know what I mean like knowing their love language is also a way for your um friendships too but we'll get on to that in a few minutes but um back to what I was saying like actions speak louder than words don't sit here and allow your friends to tell you all these things hyping you up telling um telling you that they support you in your fashion line and all this other shit and then they've never bought a single thing from your fashion line they don't even like post your shit they just be like oh girl that's hot and that's it that's it but they over there buying shit from Fashion Nova to look just like your shit. Okay. <laughs> That's not your friend. That's not part of your support system, baby. She's just beating you down. She's just keeping you around because you're probably about to make money and she wants to be sitting on clout with you. Get that through your head. So, yeah, definitely actions speak louder than words. Um, take that into consideration when building a support system or when you're looking at your support system to see are these people really my friends or are they just using me? That's a good one also to pay attention to. These people, are they users or are they really my friends? Um, also, I feel like what intakes, um, entails to a good friendship is having friends who um, know your love languages. You know, we think that love languages only have to apply to relationships. But no, it can relate... Um, uh, excuse me <laughs> damn already this wine already in i need to figure out what this alcohol content is <laughs> um 
like I was saying, knowing your love language does not only apply to relationships that you're in with like your significant other. It can also apply to your friendships, to relationships with family as well. You know, like knowing your parents, knowing your love language. I'm pretty sure your parents do know your love language in a certain way. Like when you were upset, your mom knows that you like hugs and you liked physical touch. That's your love language, period. Your mom knew that. She was there to hold you and hug you when you were upset. Um, when things were going wrong or when you needed to pick me up after a long day, your dad went and bought you your favorite dinner. That's a love language right there. You know what I mean? Like your friends can also pay attention to your love language. They ain't got to be in love with you to know your love language and to appreciate and uh, appreciate your love languages. We've had conversations in my friend group about what our love languages are. It, I, I keep those in mind. I might not remember them off the top of my head, but I keep those in mind um, when it comes to their personalities because that shows me right there how I can show you, how I can show you that I care for you, you know, how I can show you and express to you how I care for you and how I love you as a friend. So definitely knowing your friend's love language, uh, that's important as well. <laughs> so uh, let me take a sip before we keep going. Like I said, this is two parts, so I'm not going to go into too much detail about the second part that I want to go into, because that's going to be the more juicier part. But a lot of people are like, okay, cool, so uh, why do I need friends? Why do I need to be out here acting fake? First off, you don't have to be fake with your friends. If you have to be fake with your friends, they're not your friends, period. But why do I have to be out here making new friends or going out and hanging around these people and being social? Okay, well, here we go. The benefits of having a support system, the benefits of having friendships are really to help improve your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. Going going into a little detail, I mean, they help you... um, They help teach you and help you gain the coping skills to help with stressful situations. You know what I mean? Like, so you're stressed out and you need to vent and talk it out. There's your friend right there. You can talk to one of your friends, period. Well, I guess it matters which friend. You can't tell all your friends all your business. I feel that. (laughs) I feel that. You have certain friends for certain occasions or certain friends for certain molds. That's how I feel about it. Like, I personally have friends in my cohort that I can talk about shit with my cohort or shit about school with or things that are relations to mental health about. Um, my petty petty squad, we talk about things that kind of are in our petty niche. People we know, um, all people that we all three personally know. Um, situations we all three personally have been in and maybe some deeper shit that we really don't like talking about and my other friend groups that we don't need to talk about like my traveling sisters friend group yes I am shutting out all my friend groups I hope you all know that um, we talk about traveling we talk about um, just main topics you know people that I can just talk to when in a situation and who's gonna check on me and make sure I'm good too You know, like, I have different friends for different occasions or different situations, you know? Family. I got my family. Always going to be my rock. Always love to be around my family. I know my family's always going to be there for me when I have tough times or tough conversations. I need a hug. I'm going to run to my mom. (laughs) 
So, yeah, I definitely think that's important to um, having friends for different situations. Keep that in mind. But um, back to the benefits of having a support system. They allow you to um, learn coping strategies to help with stressful situations. They help elevate the feelings of emotional distress and loneliness. You might say that you like being alone. Okay, but you're sitting in a room depressed listening to this sad-ass music, Rod Wave, all fucking day, right? But that's just that's just normal, you know? That's just okay. No, it's not. It's putting you in a very depressive mood, and you might not notice it because you're so used to it, right? But you don't want to talk to anybody. You're slowly running into depression. <laughs> slowly, slowly, slowly. Um... And also enhances your self-esteem. Having somebody who can tell you, girl, you look good. Yes, for that wig. Yes, for that dress. That shit look good as fuck. You lost weight. Oh, shit, bitch. Okay, I see your makeup skills. Okay, you cute as fuck. Okay, I see them J's. Damn, you been working out. Okay, I see abs, abs, abs. Bitch, I'm trying to get like you. All that, <laughs> all that helps boost your self-esteem, having somebody, a support system who really cares for you and truly wants to help you. Hell, girl, I'll go to the gym with you. You want to lose weight? Let's do it. I'll be your accountability partner, period. We're going to lose this weight together. We're going to do this together. You look good, but I want if you want to work on it, we're going to work on it. It's nothing, period. So they help enhance your self-esteem. Uh, believe it or not, there are physical, um, um, physical, um, what am I trying to say? Physical features that, uh, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. Okay. But there's physical benefits. Thank you. Physical benefits that come from having a support system also, like it could potentially lower your cardiovascular risk, like, um, um, high blood pressure and anxiety, which could cause a lot of elevated pain and headaches, all these other things. Having some of those problems might be related to stress because you're trying to deal with stressful situations on your own instead of having a support system to help you through such stressful situations such as grief, loss, and all those other things. So you're just causing more damage to your internal body because you don't want to be out here socializing or to have somebody that you can trust and talk to when you need it the most. I don't know why you want to go through rough patches on your own, but what? So you can say, I did this on my own, la la la, and you can brag about it later while you're battling depression. Okay, cool. Whatever, float your boat. <laughs> um, also, it promotes healthy lifestyle behaviors, um, aka, it helps you get out the house and do other things other than being home, soaking continuously. Like I said, listening to Rod Wave all day even though raw wave is lit as fuck but he be making some really sad ass depressing ass songs i'm just gonna say that <laughs> okay they could be rapping his soul out he be singing his heart out dog but he be like it's just so depressing <laughs> i just don't know lord i can't listen to him all the time <laughs> but yeah it helps promote healthy lifestyle behaviors your friends are gonna get you out the house maybe your friends want to want to do yoga with you go to like work out with you you know like they want to see you do um complete your goals well true friends want to see you complete your goals and want to be there for you um and help you with them they help you get out the house 
change your lifestyles um, if you want to, all those types of things. But also be careful with that because some of your support systems also could be enablers. And that's when you need to realize that those people are not helping the situation. Those people are um, enabling the situation. So, for example, if you're a person who... um, is like a binge, you're not a binge either. If you're like overeating, you know, I'm thinking of 600 pound life on TLC. <laughs> if you have a best, if you're 600 pounds and your best friend is the person who's bringing you food all the time, you can't even get out of the bed. That person's not an enabler. Yes, they are there for you. Yes, they are living with you and supporting you or whatever, but they're enabling you. And if they can't make that change to stop enabling you, those are not your real friends. Those are not friends, family, all that. They're enabling you to do things that you shouldn't be doing. If you know you shouldn't be smoking while pregnant and you have a friend who's around you smoking constantly, that's an enabler right there. No, 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 no. Cut them off. So know the difference between somebody. That's why we say healthy lifestyle behaviors, because those people who encourage um, those negative lifestyle behaviors, those are enablers. So like, even though we are young and we like to drink and we like to party, those people who are always encouraging you to go out, party and drink and get plastered every weekend. Yeah. Those are enablers. Those are not your friends. You need to figure out what's going on with them for them to want to go out every weekend and drink. Also, you need to sign them up to some therapy or something because they're becoming an addict and they're enabling you to become an addict as well. No, none of that. Um, also, the benefits of having support system, a sense of belonging. You feel less lonely. You have a group of friends who you um, hang with, who act like you, who do things like you. You know, you don't feel alone in this big old world that nobody understands you. You have people who understand you and, and want to see you do better and care for you. So having that is perfect. Um, And like I said, it helps improve mental, physical, and emotional well-being as everything I've already listed. So yeah, having a support system is a really big way to stay on top of your mental, physical, and emotional health. Um, I don't know what I would have done during Corona if I did not have a support system. Being in the house all day, every day really was like detrimental to my mind I felt like I was in like a jail cell I honestly did feel like I'm not gonna let you go for a month because we were quarantined for a month and it was just me and my roommate and um I was in my room majority of the time so it was great to have people who reached out daily of course most of the time I was asleep but it was great to have people who reached out daily people I didn't even really talk to that often people I don't talk to every day like I said they don't have to be physically there to show that they care for you and show that they um love you and want to see you do better. They don't have to be physically there. But um, it was good to have people um, contacting me. Like, it felt great to have a good support system. My mom was calling me every day. Like, every day. She was not going to let a day go by. But I hear from her baby girl. So, <laughs> it's great to have that support, um, support system. I think, when I think back to being in um, undergrad and battling depression. And even though I didn't really notice it at the, that time, it was great to have a um, support system then too. 
you know, like it was great to have my roommates who really um, shout out to them, honestly, who knew that something was wrong, but didn't know how to address it and didn't want to like detour me to do anything crazy. But they were still supportive and they still were trying to get me to do things and trying to get me out the house. Um, I appreciate that we were all going through our own thing, but they really still were there for me. And when I needed to express to them how I was feeling, they supported me going to therapy. They supported me having those conversations. You know what I mean? They supported me through other situations I was going through as well. And they didn't judge me. They didn't, um, they didn't have any kind of negative remorseful things to say about me. Yeah, we might have had those talks about what we should do better for our lives, but it was never a negative occurrence when I was telling them I was going through depression, you know? So having a real support system that cares for you and is going to be there for you when you need them, regardless if they're there or like physically or not, is a big thing. I think what really kills me is how people can claim that they're your friend, but when you need them, they're not there. You know what I mean? Like when certain conversations come up, like you don't know what to say. Like you don't have anything to say. You kind of try to bring this situation back onto yourself. That's not really supporting your friend. That's not at all actually supporting your friend. I'm going to be real with you. That's not supporting your friend at all. When a person is expressing to you about a situation and you go on and kind of detour it back to yourself and your situation, that's a problem. That's not a problem. I mean, that's a problem. That's not supporting them at all. That's kind of like, show, that's selfish, actually. That's 100% selfish. You're showing your selfish side. I can't say that like five times in a row. Oh, <laughs> there was a list there. I know it. But yeah, uh, that's a big thing too. Like, don't don't be out here when you're trying to show and um, your friends that you support them and care for them when they need you in times of need. Don't be out here at putting your selfish shit on them, like throwing more shit on them than they're already going through. Like ask your friends, honestly, like, are you okay? Like, can I, can I dump on you? Because this is something that I practice with my friends. And I think my friends have started to learn how to practice as well. If there's a situation and I need somebody in dire need at that moment to talk to something, to talk it out, um, I, I text them and be like, are you okay if I dump this on you? You know what I mean? And most of the time they're kind of just like, yeah, I'm good, whatever. And we ask each other those questions before we have those conversations because I don't want to overload my friends as well. That gets me into my next point. Your friends are not your therapist. Ding, 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 ding. Why does it take... <laughs> a therapist telling you that your friends are not your therapist. <laughs> like, we love saying, oh, I don't need to see a therapist. I got good friends. My support system's strong. Yeah, your support system might be strong, but your support system is tired, baby. Your support system has, has, um, shouldn't have to listen to every problem all the fucking time. Like I said, there's friends for different occasions. Maybe you should make some friends for different occasions. <laughs> okay, and then on top of that, your friends should not be sitting here eating up every little problem with your life, okay? Every problem with your life should not be, let me just throw it in and dump it on my friends. No, it should not. If you're having constant problems with your life, you need to go see a therapist instead of throwing those issues on your friend. That's not fair to them at all. They can't focus on being a good friend to you when you continuously always throwing shit at them. That they have to literally like 
bury themselves for. They can't be happy in a situation or share their kudos with you about certain things when you're always negative Nancy and I got to throw my negative um, shit at you. I got to throw my feeling, my negative emotions and feelings at you. Um, I'm going through this. I'm going through that. This, that's the only time that your friends reach out to you is when they have a problem or when something petty happened or when um, they want to vent to you about bullshit that continuously keeps happening. No, those are not your friends either. Cut them also, okay? They're draining you. But we're going to get into that topic later. <laughs> we're not going to get into that yet. But keep in mind, your friends are not your, not your therapist. You shouldn't always be throwing your problems at your friends. That's friends and family, period. My family's had to learn that I am not going to continuously listen to you talk shit about so-and-so. If you got a problem with so-and-so, tell so-and-so. <laughs> I'm not going to go and continuously listen to you talk about your problems all the time, time just because I'm a fucking therapist. It's not happening. It's not. I don't want to hear fucking problems all the goddamn time unless you're fucking paying me. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a drink to that because y'all just don't understand how many people think that because I'm a therapist, I should be listening to all your fucking problems. But that's not it, baby. You're not paying me to listen to all your problems, okay? I don't want to hear all your fucking problems ever. <laughs> I be leaving people on read because I really don't want to hear your shit. <laughs> Even if you are going through it, oh, I'm sorry, leaves them on read. <laughs> mm. Y'all better fucking learn. Go find some therapists, please. <laughs> so, I said all this to say to my M&Ms that you should be building your support system. Those people that you call your friends, really evaluate them. Really see, are these people really my friends? Do they do they motivate me? To, do they elevate me to do better? Are they really there for me? Like on my birthday, do they always like care for me and tell me happy birthday? Um, are they always looking out for me in every room? Are they telling people um, in every room? Are they sharing my name if it applies to a business? that I'm related to, like, are they really out here, you know, about me? Are they really about me or are they really about my assets? Do they really just care about what I can bring to them, you know? Or do they really just care about what I have, you know? Because I've had relationships where I was only useful to those people because of my assets, because I had money, because... I would do anything for you, but it wasn't the same. They wouldn't do the same for me. It was like, I'll always help you out, but you could never help me out because you always had a fucking excuse. But your actions don't speak the same as your words. Mm, Okay, yeah. So reevaluate those friends. And also, if you are struggling to have friends um, or struggling to find friends, Um, there's different ways that you can go about gaining support system. One, social media. Honestly, you can bond with somebody on social media just by posting something stupid. (laughs) You'll figure out a lot about person because of that. Um, joining different clubs and groups. Um, you can find a lot of those on social media or just going out, maybe like joining a running group, um, joining like a club, like on campus or something of that sort. You can make a lot of friends that way. If you're like a college student, volunteering is also a great way to go and better your community and also to make friends who think and act like you. If you like volunteering, 
find a topic that you like um, that you're interested in go volunteer in that club or organization um, and meet people who think and act like you and hell before you know it you'll probably be best friends walking around here getting a glass of wine and listen to Moscato mishaps with your best friend on a Friday <laughs> um also take classes you know like if you're take if you're interested in art maybe go take an art class you might find your best friend in there who paints just like you and is interested in art just like you um other than that I mean the simple one is really to just go out go out and meet people you know meet and talk to people and I know a lot of people are are scared to go out and talk, especially when um, times like this. But you just have to be open about making new friends, you know? You have to be open about making new friends, being around new people, and doing new things, too, you know? Like, I don't like people who are kind of stagnant where they are. I like to try new shit. That's in relationships and friendships. So you can't be my friend if you're scared to try new shit, okay? Like, I don't like boring, plain, basic shit either, you know? Like, my friends might like that point blame relationship, but not me. <laughs> not me. But when it comes to doing, like, things together, we always do things that kind of, like, hint on each other, too. So, like, maybe I'll do your boring basic shit <laughs> a little bit, but also we're going to do my fun shit as well, you know? Like, we got to incorporate both <laughs> to help each other out. But, yeah. Don't be afraid to be open and to, um, to making new friends. Just be safe and be careful also because not everyone who's going to come around you is going to be your friend. And there are sketchy people in this world. So definitely make sure that you don't just make friends with just anybody as well. Um, before you go out and make new friends, new relationships or whatever, make sure that you check in with those people that you do call your support system to make sure that... I'm not saying that they need to be okay with it, but to make sure that they are going to be there if something happens. I'm not wishing any negativity on anybody, but it's sketchy out there these days, so (laughs) just be careful. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like I said, I said all that to say, go out, build a support system, and make new friends, because honestly, you need friends. You need a support system. A support system is essential. And even if it's not friends, even if it's family, you know, I mean, like rekindle with your family if that's the case. Honestly, it's okay. You know, it doesn't always have to be making new friends. It could be just hanging with your family and friends. I mean, hanging with your family. You know, that's some people's, that's literally a lot of people's like support system right there is their family they can call their cousins uncles and aunts for everything you know they don't really need the people outside of their family circle and that's fine not saying you need to go out and make new friends if you already got friends but acknowledge those friends and and support them if that's what your real friend is or are you the person who is quick to um leave when shit gets rough and only calls when they're in their bag Mm. Let me drink my wine because I probably hit some nerves with that one. (laughs) Mm. But that's all I have to say about part one. Part two, we'll get into a little bit more detail about maintaining friendships. So watch out for that episode. Until then, peace out my M&Ms. Y'all enjoy your Friday.